Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. Because like I don't want to touch my phone and have it introduce the noise back into it, but I need my phone to know what the hell's going on. So yeah, well, good luck with all this. Yeah, well, well, looks like you're controlling the ship today, buddy. Just a series of screw ups after yep. after each other. Yeah. So I didn't add any new sounds either, so it's not like I even I don't really need it. Fuck this thing. Here we go. Here comes all the bad sounds in the boxing the mic. Oh oh, nice. Ah, there we go. So in case we need it later, it's there. Right. And I can now stare at my phone instead of staring at you and not pay attention at all to what we have going on here. Right. So let's uh let's get the shit show on the road. All I right. popped a couple of Viagra and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So uh just want to welcome everybody to Nothing in Moderation. Uh we are I'm Mike. This is my best friend Travis. That's me. Uh we are what the fuck are you eating? Oh, I thought you were gonna start eating that. I was going, man, listen. Don't... No, I brought the cookies for you from last week's yes. episode explanation. I can't wait. You know what's weird is I th- I actually thought about keeping last week's episode in the can and just releasing them, you know, on a more like recently recorded basis and just holding the the one or two back. Um, so the, we, people may get this out of, uh, out of order. They may, uh, they may get the cookie before they get the cookie story. So last week I, I talked to you about God damn it. the upcoming cheat meal and the insomnia mm-hmm. cookie and we didn't end up going to insomnia cookie, yeah. which is why I didn't, um, call me and tell me you were at insomnia cookie. Yeah. That I didn't want to talk to you, Well, yeah. but oh shit. Once a week's enough for me. It's falling apart in my hands. So it. these are the cookies that I, th- oh, not my studio. Oh no. <laughs> I'm dropping crumbs all over the multi-million dollar studio. Um, so these are, this is how you get ants. This is the, I mean, t- to be fair, there's probably already ants out here. But uh, so these are the cookies I was talking about that uh, one of the neighborhood gentlemen makes. Um, he he was in a, a bad situation, homeless and in substance abuse and just throw that anywhere. And uh, he, you know, kind of prayed to God and looking for guidance mm-hmm. and realized he was kind of at rock bottom and said he woke up the next day with with inspiration for a recipe and a name for a company and the more research he did into it you know pushing you know checking into the company and, and seeing if the name's already taken he didn't find it anywhere on any food company ever mm-hmm. so he ended up doing everything that he could to try and get possession of the name and started making the cookies and he made a promise to god that he'd cook every day and he doesn't even charge people for the cookies he he makes them and he hands them out and if people ask what do they cost, he says, whatever you want to give me for them. Okay. You know, I'm I'm handing them out. And he's been doing it for about three years now. And I was just talking to him today because I knew he was coming over and, and flagged him down and gave him some money and, and bought some of the cookies and brought some for you. And I have some at home to hand out elsewhere too. But uh, I know it's a little early to do the hard to swallow type section, yeah. even though we haven't been doing that. But I did bring you a snickerdoodle cookie that he yes. made. And it's he says they're all organic. 
Hmm. Um, and I promise they Blue-free? don't taste like dirt. No, they have flour. In them. No, no, they're not no. diet friendly. Well, what the fuck? But you just eat a small portion yeah. of it. Um, and I brought you a cookies and cream one. Nice. So I mean, like there's kind of two. You got pretty close on my favorites. Well, and he also has like a peanut butter cup one. Oh god! As I slap oh, my microphone. We're trying to fight the pigeons. I away. feel like I feel like I'm gonna bite into this, and it's gonna be like dog shit in the middle. And you actually bake these, and you just made up that elaborate story. No, I'd have a way better story. So you're gonna get the ASMR of Mike chewing up his cookie. <laughs> okay, don't actually do that. That's so gross. God damn it! <laughs> that wasn't a cookie response. Those are. Those are del- well, at least the Snickerdoodle one so far is absolutely delicious. That's amazing. Those are really good. Holy shit! I gotta get to I gotta get to the other one. I gotta save the other half for Jen. Yeah, I, f- I figured you would. So I I've seen four different cookies that he makes. I can't remember what the fourth one is. I know it's Snickerdoodle, cookies and cream, and like a peanut butter uh, cup, not Reese's. Um, and I thought all four of them were really good. He gave us like six last week and we ate them all and yeah because i had planned to bring one to you yeah and, and wasn't able to those are those are absolutely delicious so i put these on my facebook my personal facebook um because he individually wraps them and has a label with a company name on it and a phone mm-hmm. number to reach him so we'll put the facebook link for his business on the yeah, podcast yeah we'll add it to the post and he he accepts a lot of different payment methods. Um, if you are local and you want to reach out to him and give him cash, obviously everybody appreciates that. It is a one-man show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also has like a Venmo and a PayPal and a cash pay or cash app, cash app, all the other different um, send money to each other type apps. So he can he can do orders like that. I don't know how big of a bulk order he can do, but I am putting him in touch with some other people that have you know like personally owned or privately owned stores where he can. Trying to sell you know, them, put ten like of a, them out yeah, there, or yeah. whatever. But he does make them fresh every day. These were made within the last twenty four hours. They they are they are delicious. I uh, I'm, I really like those. The Snickerdoodle one is actually really really good. The um, so the I don't think I finished up the intro. Uh, Sorry. We, no, you're good. It's cool. I'm I'm down for being interrupted by cookies. Uh, make sure you guys check us out at Nothing in Mod Pod on all the social medias. Uh, make sure you are subscribing to the show on iTunes uh, as well as uh, maybe rate and review us too. If you've got a few minutes and you want to give us five stars, you know, we're we're interested in that. We like those kinds of things. We have cookies. We do have cookies. And maybe we can get some cookies to give out. Absolutely. But we'll send a cookie with every sticker that I sell. There you go. Free cookie with every sticker. I've got like nine stickers left to sell. <laughs> so, so, so and first, I'm not ordering more. Well, these are these when they're gone, they're gone. The first nine people to buy a sticker get a cookie. Yep, pretty much. And that's not in, well, no, because it was weird. I ordered twelve stickers. It's like the sample pack, and they sent me like fifteen or sixteen. So, shout out to Sticker Mule for that one. Thanks, guys. Cool. Um, we're not. We don't have merch yet. Uh, I've just been kind of getting samples and going through the paces of you know kind of see how things are you're gonna drag that fucking thing off the table we've really got to like just stop fucking with things and leave it the way it is once we i added a a new uh a new headphone amp to be able to spread the sound out a little bit and travis is about to jerk it off the table but it's making all sorts of noise as he does it that's a series of words that go pretty well yeah (laughs) jerking off the table travis Uh, i digress (laughs) Um, Continue with the intro. No, no, no. We're, that's actually all the intro. I'm good. I'm good there. Okay. The, uh, they got us on the social media. Make sure you're, like I said, just make sure you're liking and uh, liking and rating and reviewing us. That uh, that goes a long way to help us out. So, 
Uh, if you've got uh, comments, questions, concerns, if you want to tell us anything, you want to bring up topics or anything like that, uh, definitely let us know. Uh, I had a couple or one person uh, point out some audio issues to me this past week that I hopefully got figured out. So if you guys are annoyed because our voices are up and down, in and out, up and down, in and out, we're still new to this. I suck at keeping my face in front of the mic. Uh, Travis is not that much better at it than I am. He's a little better, yeah. though. Um I just cross my eyes and stare at the mic and try to keep it out of focus. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've figured out how to edit and bring them back to, you know, a little bit closer so it's not quite as annoying for you. Um, but if you have any, you know, I, I definitely want to hear about all that kind of stuff because uh, that helps to, you know, I, I hate myself listening to podcasts that are like that. Like I, you know, if I've got to constantly turn the volume up and down, I just turn it off. Well, and I don't listen to enough yeah, podcasts or radio talk radio or anything to to pick up on the nuances or or mm-hmm. even the glaring issues a lot of times yeah. because I just deal with it. Mm-hmm. I know that a really good buddy of mine in in South Florida reached out to me and said, "Hey man, I was listening to this episode and and just so you know, the only thing I noticed is Mike seemed a lot softer than you." Yeah. And I said, hey, I really appreciate it. I'm softer know. than baby shit for the most part. <laughs> yeah, but he was talking about your voice. Yeah. But but he, uh, I told him, you know, thanks a lot, man. It, mm-hmm. If you think of anything, please tell yeah. me, even if it's you're worried about hurting feelings, yeah. you're not going to because, no. you know. We don't care. We're going to continue to suck until yeah. we don't suck. And, yeah. and you know. then when we don't suck, I'm, I'm going to continue not caring. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, so, I mean, we've had episodes where you're a little louder, I'm a little louder, yeah. or vice versa. So now that I've figured out how to edit that and make it, you know kind of a little easier it's definitely a better better situation so we'll uh we'll we'll get that we'll get that figured out but like i said definitely let us know don't uh don't be shy you're not gonna hurt our feelings i promise and if you do i'm gonna tell you you did and then you're gonna see me cry i'll send you back a picture of me crying via email shout out to baby kicker one two three for hurting my feelings so um the to go back to jesus a little bit um it's 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 okay okay i Uh, I don't know how tech freaked me out the first couple times it happened too okay um the so you've got the you're going back to Jesus. I'm going back to Jesus. Okay, not really. Uh, you've got the uh, the JW friend note on here. So the Jehovah's Witness, I assume. Yes. All right. So I need to hear this story, but I also have a story to go along with it. Okay. From when we were roommates that you don't know. Oh boy. So yeah. this week's whole note list is essentially stories and i feel like i i put them all on there you did i didn't add anything to this so i thought about things when i read them but didn't add anything (laughs) because i don't like to contribute so a friend Mm -hmm. um goes goes to church regularly as part of their their jehovah's witness Mm -hmm. faith um and there's a lot of rules about that kind of stuff as far as dating oh yeah yeah and i always thought it was interesting when i would see pictures and stuff like that from group outings because the women aren't supposed to go on dates with men by themselves or are supposed to have a chaperone and stuff. Mm. And I would see that some of the clothes that were being worn were very revealing. And I thought that was, I mean, it is what it is, but I thought it was interesting that sexuality exploitation is okay, but sex isn't like, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage and stuff like that's a big, yeah, a big thing in this friend of ours moved out and got out on her own and, you know, was starting to live life and be more of an adult and stuff like that. But she was, she was on a knock and talk. So you walk around neighborhoods and you knock on the doors and have you uh-huh. heard the word of the Lord Christ? And do you know if you're going to heaven and stuff like that? And now I'm hearing all this information, not from the friend. I'm hearing yeah. it from, from a friend of the friend that we're also friends with, a mutual friend. Okay. And 
my wife's telling me about it, and I've got all these questions because because the friend goes to a knock and talk, and apparently she met some guy on the knock and talk, and that's her new um, <laughs> practice buddy oh. for the day that she decides to conceive children. Oh wow! Not okay. not trying yeah, to conceive yeah. children, you know. Yeah, yeah. Friend with benefits or whatever it is, and I, my mind instantly was like, did it happen at the knock and talk? Yeah. Or like, did did was it a there's Man, I went. I came to spread Jesus, but you should call me and we should hang out yeah. later. Or because now, it, now I'm like, is this? Did it unfold as a porn video? Because well, yeah, that's 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 exactly what I'm in my in my mind. I'm like, I feel like that's how it could have went down. Well, and were you living with me when the two Mormon young ladies stopped by the house and gave me the Book of Mormon and? I open the door and there's these two young, mm-hmm. attractive women, and they're like, "Hi, we're from the church, and you know, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints." That sounds right. It's and the Jehovah's Witnesses, I believe. Okay, then whichever one was the Mormon Church, it might just be the Church the Mormon, of Mormon. Yeah, it's the Mormon Church. Sorry for anybody, I don't know the words. Okay. Um, and obviously, given the age I was, my brain automatically went in that direction. Oh, I'm like, well, this is kind of cool. I mean, yeah, hey, and ladies. And they gave me the Book of Mormon and said they'd be back to come and get it. And I was yeah. like, oh. But uh, when Ashley's telling me the story, I'm cracking up and I'm asking her all these questions. And she's like, I don't know the answers to any of this. And I'm like, why aren't you asking these For questions? Real? And she's like, why do they matter? And I'm like, Ashley, every time I tell you that a, a buddy of mine broke up with a girl or something, you have like 6,000 questions. Yeah. Well, is he dating someone new? Is she dating someone new? What's this? What's this? What's this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, none of that matters. So I went to this weekend. I, I went to... Um, Jen's good friend's house to with to pick up her husband because him and I were going to Skycraft, which is you've okay. been there. It's in Orlando. It's a huge electronics store that's got. If you can think of it, and it's based in electronics, they've got it. Like yeah, it's, it's like a big surplus. It's Any a type big of surplus. Closes. Yeah, or building gets torn down. Yep. Or, um, but she was um, she was asking me all sorts of questions about something that was going on, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Like it, it was. I, oh no, what it was. I had mentioned we were talking about the show and I had mentioned that you were like wanting to move to Iceland at some point. And she's like, well, why? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, I don't know. We don't, I don't ask these questions. I don't, you know, like my, my friendship with him isn't predicated on where he lives. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, you live in Iceland now. Sorry, buddy. Can't be friends. Like we're still going to do the podcast from Iceland. We'll just fucking, you know, we're going to figure out the Skype thing and, you know, but I, uh, but I thought it was funny because then her husband and I, we drove from their house all the way to Winter Park, bullshitting along the way. You know, we get to, we get into Skycraft. We literally just went our separate ways Absolutely. and took off and didn't talk the entire time we were in there until it was time to go. Holy fuck, that was loud. I probably need to turn myself down a little bit. Just a wee. I keep watching the spike into the red. Yeah. Well, you know what's weird is it doesn't spike. It spikes over here. Whatever. Um, I'll have to cut that part out. The... <laughs> But like, and and we didn't, we just don't talk about those things. Like I still couldn't, like we had, you know, we talked about everything, but I don't, I don't have any, nobody's asking me questions. I'm not, I'm not searching for information. Guys don't do that. Typically not because the information doesn't, I would say the information doesn't affect us. So no, like, it doesn't. Now, like if something happened between you and Jen or something happened mm-hmm. between Ashley and I, we would naturally throw our phones on the floor again. The we, <laughs> we would... We would naturally, because we've been friends for so long and, and sure. relationships long term sure. and stuff like that, we would say, hey, man, what happened? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. But then it wouldn't be a regurgitated to anybody mm-hmm. else thing. But in the, this situation, it's literally like a hookup. Yeah. So, you know, 
I guess I can't say about you or me because we're both married, but no. you know, with guy friends that we have, and it's like, oh yeah, man, I, I hooked up with so and so. It's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It, right. It's not well, how'd you meet her or yeah. or him or no. you know where was it and what were the no. conditions and None of that. what was the barometric pressure don't, and don't the, the airspeed velocity yeah. of a w- unladen swallow. And hey, man, good job. Did you see yeah. that? Did you see that catch? <laughs> like, oh, check that car out. Right. Okay. Moves on. The, yeah, uh, I'm going to ask people a lot more questions about their car in yeah, the parking exactly. lot than anything yeah, yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume a bunch of shit about your car in the parking lot, and then I'm going to ask you. Right. Um, the But uh, with the, back to the Jehovah's Witness thing, when you and I moved in together the first time, so I was working for Lockheed. It's it's a plane. I live too close to the airport. Fucking the dumpster's too close to the yeah. airport. Um, I, I took a red eye from San Diego okay. back to Orlando. Landed in Orlando at like 5 a.m. Uh, got picked up at the airport. Uh, went to my mom's house where all of my stuff was. Packed everything I owned into Aaron's truck and the neon. And then headed for your, for your house. Okay. You were working that day. Okay. So I've traveled all day. I packed all morning, or I traveled all night. The only sleep I got was two or three hours on the plane. I also missed, almost missed my cl- connecting flight in Chicago on that flight back too, because that was the first and last time I connected through Chicago. I'll never, do, I never did that again, and I will, will never do it again. That's another good story. Um, but I spent the whole morning packing, you know, right. whatever. So you've been up for twenty eight hours, or some, more or something. basically, yeah, with a couple hours of sleep here or there. Uh, I get to. Get everything unpacked or get everything unloaded. Get it in the house. Don't get anything unpacked. Like, I get my bed set up because, you know, sleeping is on my mind. I go take a shower. I fling back the shower curtain, and there's a fucking Christmas tree in the shower. <laughs> Not just a Christmas tree. It was probably half a Christmas tree, right? The no, it was half? before Christmas. She had just uh, got it from her place of employment and hadn't put it up yet. See, I thought the only tree no, that was... she ever put up at the house was the the special one there was like where, where the top was cut off to where it was only like two feet it taller have, the bottom i don't the remember tree. the i don't remember whatever it, either way there was a tree in the bathtub <laughs> with with water in the bathtub god damn it what the hell with water in the tree or water in the bathtub and like i've so i've got to like move this tree out drain <laughs> the water and like i'm just i'm mad as hell so to get you back for that I'm sitting at home one day, like a, a week or two later, and Jehovah's Witnesses come knocking on the door. It was one of your chili nights where you had cooked a whole thing of chili. Right. And you were going to, I think we were going to have people over that night for chili because right. it was the start of your weekend. I invited these guys in and was having a conversation with them. And had I been able to keep them there about 15 minutes longer, you would have walked into Jehovah's Witnesses on the couch. And I was planning to just get up and leave and leave you there to talk to them. That's to get you back. You've never told me that before. No, I, I didn't because it didn't happen. So it wasn't as funny as I thought it could be until now. And it, That's it hysterical. Has some, yeah, no, it was. I was very proud of myself for almost pulling it off. Had you just gotten home a little bit sooner, it would have been way funnier. That That's very funny. That's that's almost like planning somebody's bachelor party and making sure you hire a, a very large stripper for them. Nice. I'm glad you didn't do that for me. I'm glad you didn't have to plan my bachelor party. No, and so. I mean when, when I'm glad you were there, but I'm glad you didn't get to plan it at the bachelor. Yeah. Oh, we went fishing. We went fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I I barely made it home. Yeah. Almost well. ran out of gas. My yeah. phone was dead. Yeah. It's bad times. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. I I had a driver, so I made it home just fine. Yeah. So how's he doing? He's good. 
Good. Yeah. I'll have to get him on here at some point. We do. I, I told him. I was actually going to try to call him last week, and he uh, he was he was busy and didn't message me back until later in the, the evening. Yeah, he's a grown-up. He does things. He does. He has a job and we, shit. The, when you guys got married, you made it fairly low budget, right? As far as, I don't want to say low budget, like low quality, but you no. guys made it a point to try and save money where possible. So we went through a couple different phases of our wedding planning because it started out where we rented a fairly large and expensive venue mm-hmm. um, in town. And we're going to do a much bigger wedding than we ended up doing. And it, it pared down to what it was. And then I wish I would have pared it down more. You know, right, but yeah, we we tried to. It, in the end, we we tried to cut as many corners and save as much money as we could. How many people do you remember roughly? How many people were there or um, were invited? I think I think fifty was the max because I think we paid for food for fifty. Okay, so and I, I think we got barely there, maybe like twenty five with plus one or type deal. Yeah, basically, and it was okay. you know like it was when we counted people to come, it was like just a couple of close friends and then family. You know, like I think, right. I think you and Billy were the only friend. No, Emily. Emily. Well, she did, but she married us. So that was. Oh, she was the official. That's a great way uh, to get the yeah. extra person in. Um, well, and she didn't bring it. It was just her. She didn't bring anybody Got with it. her. Um, but I think it was you, Billy, and Destry yeah. were the only three of my friends. And the rest was family. And I think she had a similar amount of friends. Okay. So. I remember it being a, a comfortable yet small yeah. ceremony. And then. Yeah. I mean, you guys had like finger foods, I finger think. Finger foods, cash bar. Cash bar. I'd not do an open bar. And then we all went out and grabbed food and grabbed drinks. Yeah, we went, and had, we went to a restaurant down the street, had dinner, um, and then went to the, actually the place we, we had the, the reception at or the after party was the venue we had rented initially to have it that really? day. Really? You yeah. guys had rented that whole place? Yeah, for the, in the afternoon before they opened. Yeah, and we were going to just, you know, get married there and then they would open to the public once the wedding was over and we would just stay and hang out. I mean, so, I guess that would have covered the whole alcohol thing for people wanting no, to. No, well, it was... Oh, you guys had to pay for the yeah, bar too? Oh. Yeah, for the for the, the wedding portion of it. Any, and yeah, it was, it was going to be expensive. Anytime someone puts the word wedding as a description, wedding photography, wedding yep. catering, wedding... Price doubles. Yeah, and, yep. and it's crazy. And so Ashley and I got invited, and I don't know if, if my buddy listens to the show, but we got invited to his wedding... And it's none of my business what anybody spends because that's their thing. Absolutely, I would yeah. never criticize yeah. it. Well, I'm going to criticize it, but well, I, don't, I don't care at the end of the day. But like, I'm I'm kind of looking at you know we got invited and and mm-hmm. I I probably haven't hung out with the guy and I mean we all grew up together. I just haven't seen him in a, in quite mm-hmm. a while or or just see him occasionally or interact with him occasionally, you know. And I was a little surprised I got invited. I mean, I'm happy that yeah. we got invited. I'm excited for him. But then I start looking. It's like we're going to be you know, like up in the St. Augustine area. And then it's like, here are the hotels here and here's this. And there's a shuttle. And I was like, oh man, they they have a shuttle. That's like a, a babu shuttle from uh-huh. the hotel to the venue. And then from the venue to the hotel. And then they want to, everyone's invited the whole next day to run a monk in St. Augustine mm-hmm. and stuff. And that sounds like a really bad idea for me. Yeah. <laughs> to just be cut loose somewhere else. But I started thinking about it because Ashley and I have looked at getting, married and stuff. I keep calling her my wife. We're not actually yeah, married. Might as well be. But it's like the more I look at it, it's like, man, everybody else can spend their money the way they want to. But if I can get out for like $200 and not worry about anything, and then I can say, let's go on vacation. Mm-hmm. It, to me, because of where I, what I value in life and the fact that we've been together forever and been yeah. best friends forever, yeah, you know, it just, that makes more sense to me. But it, there's definitely 
a market for wedding DJ, wedding photographer, wedding caterer, wedding cake decorator. Wedding decorator. podcast. We do a live podcast at somebody's wedding. Or a different wedding every week. I like that. We need to, we need to add that to the board when we're done. Um, if I had the wedding to do over again, I would, I would go to the courthouse and skip any sort of a, a ceremony or, you know, any, any sort of thing that costs me more money and use the money while I'm grateful for the gifts we received, the money we received and in gifts from our wedding guests uh-huh. paled in comparison to what we spent. Really? And we, and we received, you know, a fair, like I, I was, we received way more than I expected us to. So we were, you know, we were grateful in that way, but like it just, it still, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't even out. And I, yeah, I'm under the know, impression that for the most part, it doesn't No, like a lot of times it's the recommended Depends on where you're from. Yeah. But the recommended donation is at least what it costs for you to eat. So yeah. if it was a $25 a plate thing and there's yeah. you plus one, you need to give at least $50. Yeah. I think yeah. I gave you like a 10 and a dick pic. Something like that. I And the dick pic is, that's that's my most treasured gift from the wedding, honestly. My my buddy Joe, when he got married, he uh, we gave them cash, mm-hmm. but... He's a Dragon Ball Z fan, and, mm-hmm. and I am too, and we used to crack up watching it, you know, at work on Fridays. We'd let the audio run in the background and would just keep working because the phones were off. Mm-hmm. And for <laughs> for his wedding as a gag gift, I got a butt plug that has an articulable tail on it, and I wrote a note in the card along the lines of, like, you know, now you can go Super Saiyan or, or whatever the term was for the giant monkey version in, in Dragon Ball Z. I can't remember what it is. You're speaking nerd to me. I don't, I, I don't have I, a clue I what you're talking about. It, it just, I made a very direct yeah. reference to the Dragon Ball thing, mm-hmm. and I left it as a present for them, mm-hmm. and Ashley was like, you're such an asshole. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Hopefully so, they opened it in front of their parents. Well, so, kinda. So, Joe sends me, because you you don't open your presents on the wedding yeah. day, you wait a couple days or whatever it is, and he sends me a picture of it on the counter, and he's like, I love it, this is hysterical. Well, they went on their honeymoon, mm-hmm. and... I think he said his wife's mom was babysitting the house Yeah, and they had put all the presents back in the bags or whatever. But when they got home, that present was back out and on the counter. And he's like, I think my mother-in-law saw it and she will never say anything to us. That's, that's, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. So it was like a a twice over prank. That's, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Hey, look at that. See what I did there? No, no, no. (laughs) Um, but, but, but with, like, I feel like I seem ungrateful for the gifts that we received or anything like that when I talk about, you know, how it paled in comparison to what we spent. But, like, I, if we didn't have the wedding and hadn't received the gifts and we had just, you know, went on a honeymoon or whatever, because we didn't, we didn't do, like, an actual, like, especially, we didn't do one right after the wedding. Like, we, we went back to work. for the Right. Rest. I think we took the week off but didn't go anywhere crazy. Um, You know, it's like I, I don't know, like, I just... You're you're not being ungrateful, but if you look at it completely logically, emotionally rev- yeah. removed, and you yeah. look at it from cost and versus mm-hmm. production, yep, it it wasn't. It was a poor investment. It was a poor investment. Yes, um, you know, but it, you know, I, I I have great memories of my wedding day, and it you know it was a good time. So I don't I don't regret it, and I'm not mad about it. But if you were like, hey, you get to do one thing over from your wedding. <laughs> 
I, I'm, I would I'm, say no. Yeah, no, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm going to the courthouse instead of yeah. having you know a wedding at all. So because I felt like an asshole having a cash bar initially, and then I was like, you know what? It's not going to be cash bar for me. It's open bar for me because everybody else is buying my drinks. Whatever. I mean, that I makes care. sense. That worked. I didn't pay for a drink. Well, and you're not a heavy drinker anyway. I was then. Were you? Yeah. You mean that was, night specific? No, no, no. Just even before, I didn't stop drinking heavily, or I stopped drinking heavily shortly before surgery. Heavily-ish, I guess. Oh, see, I remember you living with me and you never, I know we had beer on tap yeah, and you yeah. weren't a huge fan of the beer, but even when we had cases of beer and stuff, you never yeah. sat around and drank beer. a six pack. Or, beer. Oh. That's beer. So. You drink that, the stuff, like the apple, apple teeny, light on the teeny? Mm-hmm. Yep, just apple, no teeny. The only thing that's teeny now is my, never mind. Your waistline. No, well, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, wait. So, oh. Oh, never mind. If we covered anything that uh, we've covered before, because I, I told Mike beforehand, I couldn't remember if we talked about his wedding or not, or the cookies or not, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. I know we never covered the wedding thing because it just keeps getting moved from list to list to okay. list. On our on our list, anything that we may not check during the show, when we go back over the show and listen to write our studio notes, um, you make sure to cross off. Mm-hmm. There was a distinct difference between when Travis does the studio notes and when Mike oh, does God. the studio notes. Travis listens to it on his earbuds and sits in front of the computer and types up timestamps and descriptions Mm -hmm. Uh, or descriptions vary because I make myself laugh when I write them up because it's important to laugh. It is, especially Um, at yourself. And I may listen to something or go back and listen to it two or three times and and put a timestamp two or three seconds before it starts. Mike did the show notes on one of the episodes and I asked him about them and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I email them to you every week when I do them can you email him to me? And he's like, no. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Why can't you email him? He goes, well, hang on. And then I get a picture. And the picture looks like Michael J. Fox scribbled a bunch of numbers and letters next to each other. We love you, Mike. And I was like, what's that? He goes, those are the show notes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, those are useless. Well, in, And in my defense, I typically I leave the show notes to you because you do a better job at making them readable. Um, but I, I was listening and doing show notes, but I was also using the laptop for website and other stuff for the show. So I'm like, I'm distracted as shit. So there were times where I'd have to like stop and rewind like 15 seconds just to make sure the timestamp I wrote down was close to right. So some of those timestamps on there, eh, they're probably off 15 yeah, I mean, or 20 seconds. You definitely take on more responsibility for the show stuff. So, I mean, show notes is a small part for me to do. Yeah. I just, I think I was, that was the cheap, the drinking cheat weekend? The weekend where I gave I in so. from... Yeah, I think so, because you were... You were pretty much useless all weekend. Yeah. So. Fell off the wagon, yeah. made it 16 days or whatever it is. Hey, almost a dry January. <laughs> oh, no, it's a dry January. Yeah. Uh, you're ridiculous. It happens. Mm-hmm. Any of the other stories on here you can think of? Uh, oh, so my it's not on here. No. But my my buddy Erica is telling you about that works at Hourglass. Uh, assistant, he's Hourglass Brewery's assistant brewmaster. Okay, okay, or, yeah, yeah. Brewmaster. I don't know what his official title is. He uh, had asked me, he's like, hey, man, so uh, when can I be on the show? And I was like, yeah, you know, we'll figure it out because mm-hmm. he's a funny guy. And he sent me a link to, there's a club down in Orlando. I think it's called The Abbey. Mm-hmm. And they let you one night a week, like tonight, he's actually doing, um, they give you the op- opportunity to stand up on stage in front of a group of people and tell one story. 
Okay. So it's like a stand-up routine, but you yeah. literally get enough time to tell one story. When your story's done, you know it is what it is, and that yeah. way they move through people quickly. And he sent me the the video of the first one he did. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, man, you know, it really sucks, or, you know, I, I know where I, I'm strong or weak or this or that. And he's like, do you mind looking at it? And, and I told him, uh, regardless of how well he does, I'm really proud of him for being brave enough to get up on stage and take a chance. And And that's where, you know, we talked about this when we started, that – you have to be willing to go out there and suck yeah. because you're going to suck your first time. Even mm-hmm. if you think you'd be good at something, there's a whole lot to it that you don't think of. Yeah, definitely. And he went out and did it and, you know, definitely didn't do a bad job. He was, you know, like anybody else, a little nervous, a little fidgety. It happens. And the story could have been more refined, which we run into as well. Yep. I'm sure everybody does. Well, and I know comedians because I'm, I'm, Really good friends with one. Right, you're uh, saying that one traveling stand-up comedian that's that's fairly, I would say, really successful. But you know, I guess I don't know how they, you know, he wouldn't say that necessarily about himself. Right, you, I think you talked about him last week about Facebook posts. Yeah, and his brother being an asshole. Um, the, but he, you know, even he has said, and I I listen to a lot of different podcasts with comedians too, and they they all talk about you know their joke that they write it's completely different by the time it's in its final form and it could be weeks, days, months later before it gets there. And he's, you know, he has said even times that he'll be, he'll get up on stage and plan to do it a specific way. And then in the middle of it, he'll change just a little bit, even though he thought it was close to right, just to see, you know, how it, you know, what, what changes. It's, it's really easy, especially with social media and with access to television mm-hmm. and stuff like that, to see someone who is at the peak of their game or is really good at something mm-hmm. and they make it look easy. Absolutely. And then try and hold yourself as taking the first step and being like, man, I, I really gave myself one try at an improv night or, or at a storytelling mm-hmm. night and nobody laughed and then be discouraged. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that's really neat about comedians is they say, don't be afraid to suck. Go out there and bomb. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to get better. Yep. And that's the only group of people I've ever seen enough interviews or conversation with that yeah. they will tell anybody that. Absolutely. The, it, in, in podcasting, it's, it's somewhat similar. Um, one of the things that you hear a lot is that, you know, people are like, you'll be in different groups for podcasters and stuff. And, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, equipment questions this and website questions that. And, you know, there are a lot of people that will just say, you know, none of that matters. Do you have the microphone? Do you have a laptop? Cool. You have those two things. Record something. Just start. It doesn't mean you have to put it out, but if you don't actually start recording it, you're never going to perfect it and get better at it. And, you know, it's this, it's the same mentality in, in comedies. You've got to continue and in storytelling and in any sort of... Uh, performance type of you know gig you know just yeah. to get at it even, get after it even driving a car I yep. mean, i can't tell you how many <clears throat> how many cars or people that i race that the car should have been faster mm-hmm. but the person who operated the automobile felt that the car should do all the work mm-hmm. and they didn't spend the time learning how to shift quickly or learning yep. how to learn how to watch someone drive away from you you know that was you you learn more by failing than you do by winning so yeah, I that's can why remember, I bought a neon. <laughs> right. Failure all the time. Yeah. But I can remember hanging out with the older guys and much faster guys mm-hmm. and watching them drive away from you and still running your race yeah. was a lot tougher and a lot harder rhythm to get into 
than just kicking someone's ass because your car overcomes your deficiencies. Yeah. And it's, I just think of it because I was so entrenched in that. It's the same way with, with anything. Repetition mm-hmm. is success. It's, it's all it is. It's all it takes. So even, you know, even with us, the, the, I listened back when I figured out the editing thing that I was talking about earlier. I plugged in those first two or three shows that we did that they were, were terrible. Like, terrible. Like AC's on humming in the background. The it's like the shittiest quality ever. And like we're robotic almost. Whereas I feel now while we're still somewhat robotic, we're more fluid and more relaxed and more, you know, things just kind of flow much much more smoothly. Well, in some of the earlier episodes that may or may not be released, the beginning of the episode felt very forced versus yep. at towards the end of the episode we got a lot more yep. conversational and we'd run long on mm-hmm. it yeah so but no i uh i actually i would like to at some point maybe try to do like an open mic night or something like that absolutely so but i gotta i gotta actually write something i guess would be the the first step and i've not taken that step and i'm you know it's the first step yeah Gotta gotta have something to tell them. Yeah, step one, collect underpants. Yeah. Step, step two, two, step three, profit. Like it. So, anything? So there's several more on here. Are there any ones in particular you see that you want me to tell the story of this week? Um, dude, 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 oh, dude. I need to hear the story about drinking Ashley's tequila. Okay. So, I will cover that one. So obviously, it was the weekend time. It was cheat weekend as far as. Food, because mm-hmm. last week you asked me if it was cheat weekend for swinging. Um, yep. So we went to brunch and, and way overdid it and, and hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but we bought tequila because that's Ashley's preferred alcohol. And we got down to the last pour of tequila. And I poured her a full, because we have little four ounce um, sampler cups from brewery tours. Yep. I poured her like a full cup and I poured what was left in the shaker in mine, which was like an ounce, you know, do for her before I do for me. Yeah. So we're sitting on the couch and we're already fairly intoxicated between drinking the tequila and the wine and just hanging out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, she gets up to go to the bathroom and there's very little left at the bottom of her cup and mine's been empty. (laughs) She gets up to go to the bathroom. So I pick up her cup and I drink it. And in my drunken mind state, I said, you know what I'll do? I'll put some water in here because she's probably drunk enough that she won't be able to tell the difference. Well, that's not how this works. That's definitely not how this works. So she comes back and she takes a sip of it and she looks at me. She's like, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, what are you talking about? Playing dumb like, a, you know, like she, yeah. she doesn't already know the answer. Yeah. And she's like, you drank my tequila. And I was like, no, I didn't. Mm-mm. She's like, yes, Mm-mm. you did. And I'm like, yeah, I did. And she's like, why? And I was like. Because you were done, and I wanted more. <laughs> and she's like, no, no. <laughs> and she's, what are you, a dog? Yes, precisely. Nice. And and she's like, you're not going to be able to sleep in the room tonight. And I'm like, that's cool. I'll just sleep on the orange couch, which mm-hmm. which is super comfortable in the house. And she's like, fuck you. Fuck the couch. I'll set it on fire. And I was like, oh. damn. <laughs> that's it, terrible. So in my drunken mind, I decided that next time I do it, mm-hmm. I'm going to put pepper in the water. Because the peppery taste. Because you want to piss her off more. Is that is that what I, you're going for? I just decided I should never do that again. Yes, yeah, I would go for that. That yeah. would be that would be my the preferred course of action is to just not do that again. Yeah, well, you know, drunk mind does what drunk mind does. That's true. I mentioned uh, earlier my buddy in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I were talking today, and he's like, "Hey, man, if you guys ever need any beers, you want to try?" 
let me know. He's like, I'm down by a lot of the breweries down here mm-hmm. uh, and I'll, I'll get you whatever you need and just send it to the house or whatever. And he's like, but what you really need to do is get ghost face killer. And I've had this before. The Wu-Tang Clan? So, no. It's a novelty beer and it's got a really cool holographic, you know, uh, label on it. And I don't think you were hanging out at the time. It was, EP was at the house and it was the Christmas tree girlfriend that you described earlier. Okay. All right. And I had bought it at World of Beer or whatever it was. And I bring it home and it's a ghost pepper beer. So ghost peppers are like the the peanuts that you ate and had a bad time with. Mm Mm-hmm. So I open up the beer and I take a sip of it. And the first wig is like drinking Pepto-Bismol, except fire. So that nice, that cool coating sound. feeling. Oh, no. It's like Ugh. it's like when your hand falls painfully asleep, but it was my whole throat and into my stomach. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, my God, that's terrible. It's really hot, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they're both laughing at me. And I'd go to take another sip. And the girlfriend at the time, not not the wife, says, "You're don't be a dummy. Just get rid of it. If it's that bad, get rid of it. She was she was way too smart. Well, I mean, they, they're always smarter than we are. But I said, absolutely not. I paid yeah, for it. Um, yeah, it's a $7 novelty I was going to say, I, I was going to guess nine. So. so I'm going to finish it. And she's like, all right, whatever. And, and EP thought it was funny, too. So I ended up finishing the beer. Yeah. And you know me, I love spicy food. This was much not delightful. It's much what, not delightful. Yeah, that's, that's how going to be the name of the episode. Much, name not delightful. much not delightful. And spicy food doesn't usually wreck me a second time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> this did. Yeah, well, I'm sure. The, the The description I had put, I think it was even on Facebook, was it's like a dragon made its lair in my asshole. <laughs> that's how terrible this was. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you a dumb question. All right. I'm, I'm in. Do you think I ever bought that same beer a second Absolutely. time? Absolutely. I sure did. I knew you did. I know you well enough to know that you you probably bought it or planned to buy it before you even finished the first one. Yeah, to share with people. Uh-huh. Because so, you're an asshole. The second time I yeah, second time I bought it was not nearly as spicy as the first time. I don't know if I developed a, a resistance to the spicy in that time frame. Or, or if, if it was just a different part of the batch. Maybe yeah. They, maybe they maybe backed just, off on the pepper in this new batch. Maybe. But a uh, fire ass. Yeah, that's 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 bad times. I don't think I've ever had a beer that's done something like, but I don't drink a lot of beer, but I, you know, I'll try them every now and then. I don't think I've had any that's like repulsed me like that. Well, I mean, it's a different type of repulse because we, mm. you and I did the Clamato Ugh. and that was very not good. Eh, I've had worse though. Yeah. I mean, me too, but like Strongbow. I'm just making shit up. I don't mean that. Uh, I was trying to Strongbow. I was trying to think of where that I went. meant to say Yingling and I, oh, I fucking got it. Yeah. You were just confusing yep. the night I got fired. Yep. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but well, uh, we had one of each. It was a two keg night. It is. It was. Yeah. But uh, no, the Ghostface Kill is just a bad beer in a different, yeah. in a different category. Mm-hmm. It's not just a bad beer. It's an intentionally ridiculous beer in a direction. Mm-hmm. It's not, not as bad as drinking kombucha though. There are Jen drinks kombucha every kombucha every now and then, and there's only a couple that she can drink or will drink. But I've never had one that I wasn't immediately repulsed by and regretted drinking. They're vinegary. They're not for me. Ashley drinks them sometimes Ugh. whenever she gets on a kick, but uh. I haven't found one that is like basil blueberry. Sounds like it might be okay. I love blueberries. Jen has a blueberry one that, that's really good. Not mm. really good, but good enough that I can take a sip or two of it and not hate myself. Oh, I mean, I can do that with. 
take a sip, but yeah. I'm not going to drink one. No, no. Well, I'm not going to spend $4 on one anyway. That's that's the first problem. Yeah. When we went to Funky Buddha the second year, mm-hmm. second year, the year our buddy didn't puke in the Uber. Okay. Kombucha was like the best thing, quote unquote, at the event. Aside from like the staple Funky Buddha like stuff. Like Light? No. No. They're, Funky Buddha's they have that really beer. Do stuff. they have Bud Light at Beer Fest? Like, can you find Bud Light and Coors Light and stuff like that there? You know, I don't think so. I It's been a little while since I've... When you go to a craft beer festival, no. Like, when you go to Funky Buddha's annual yeah. festival or Cigar City's annual festival, I don't think so. Didn't, didn't Cigar City... Aren't they owned by Anheuser now? No, they're owned by... Oh, you know what? I don't... I'm going to... I'd get Funky Buddha and Cigar City confused as to who bought who, but no. they may be, because I think Funky Buddha got bought by the company that's up in the Chicago-ish area that's... That owns Corona it. and Heineken? No. A smaller one that's like firefighters or cops oh. or something was kind of the original thought process. Mm-hmm. I don't. It all runs together. Yeah. Who cares? But I mean, if you go to like a Pints and Paws, which um, is, yeah, I'm sure. I'm it, sure you yeah. have some of the bigger well, brands because any of the bars around there, you can you can just walk into right beer. So <laughs> I know for a fact the Anheuser distributor for Sanford area, which is where Pints and Paws is held, mm-hmm. that he'll be out there because. The, They're across I, the street. Well, and I recognize the guy mm-hmm. from going to events and stuff, and he's always wearing the Anheuser-Busch shirt, and he's yeah. brand ambassador for a bunch of stuff, and he might be their craft guy. God, I don't want to be a brand ambassador for stuff. It makes uh, so much money. I keep my eyes open on job sites for brand ambassadors, especially with how many breweries we have in Florida. Mm. I could be a Red Bull brand ambassador. Brand ambassador? Brand ambassador. Have you tried the pear Red Bull? No. Is it sugar-free? Yes. Oh, then no. <laughs> Is that the green one? Yeah, it's then like a, yes, I have. I dumped it. I dumped it the fuck out. Really? They I were they were buy two get one free one morning, and I was like, all right, well, I'll get the free one and make it the pair one. And I got in the truck, and I opened it, and I was pulling out of the Seven Eleven parking lot, and I tasted it, and I was repulsed by it, and I rolled my window down, and it was like forty something degrees outside, and I dumped the whole fucking thing out in the Seven Eleven parking lot and tossed the can over in over my shoulder into the bed of the truck. Ah, uh, yes, the and, southern trash can. Yeah, yeah, and then and then cracked open a regular sugar free Red Bull and went on my way. I was mad as hell about it. I don't know. I like them. Ugh, I'm glad it was free. If I had paid two ninety nine for that, I'd been pissed. I just get tired of the the plain sugar free flavor. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of over it now too. I gotta, I gotta I'm gonna have to give it a, give it a rest for a while. Jen will be happy to hear that. So you won't be wired. I no, mean, it doesn't really do that to me. It just you know. Well, you drink like a quarter of a can with an ounce of vodka every yeah. three days or something. Yeah, I have I haven't done that in a while. Oh, okay. I just remember that was what I would run. Like Actually, we would go out to time, Ale House or whatever. Well, but the last time you were here was the last time I drank. Last, last time week? we no when we had drinks here. Oh, was that before Christmas? Yeah. So yeah. I haven't drank at all in 2020. I made it through dry January. Good for you. Thug life. I wasn't even trying. You gotta go through sober October. It's like no. Sh- it's like no shave November. I made it. Amateur month. Yeah, pretty much. I think I've hit three no shave November. Well, let me rephrase that. Actual razor on my skin. I've made it eight Novembers. I was gonna say I've seven Novembers. I left the one job at, that I had to shave at in 2012. Me too. So we probably haven't fully, like I haven't fully shaved. I fully shaved from, no, because I just cut it down to a goatee for the wedding. So a goatee was the closest I've come to fully shaving since like 2012, 2013. I didn't, I haven't used a razor on my face since my, um, yeah, my something. Your parole hearing? Yeah, my my parole hearing. Yeah. Yeah, my employment board, whatever it was. That was, that's like February 2013. Yeah. 
So almost seven years. Yeah. Look at this. No shave November. Fucking team captains over here. <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish my beard length was seven years worth of length. It's well, really only know. like two. <laughs> well, yeah, your your beard's getting pretty long. I I trim mine up and keep it, you know, somewhat. It's actually bigger than it has been in in recent memory. Right now, I get a I get a trim every on the beard every like three months. Oh, see, I get I get it trimmed up every two weeks or so when I get a haircut. Because so, mm. I get I get a haircut every couple of weeks. I'm not willing to lose so. that much length on the beard. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I just have them like cut the dead ends out of it and right. you know, straighten it up. I don't I don't typically, but I will probably this this next time I will probably shorten it up a good a good bit. So, who knows? I think she's had the dogs out. Mm. Letting them loose from the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got to gotta let them go to the bathroom. They can't go to the bathroom in the dumpster. We've got to sleep here. Even us homeless people have dogs. Yep. <laughs> Most homeless people do. They should. All right, buddy. Well, uh, we're creeping up on our time limit here. You got anything else you want to... Did, did we cover everything you wanted to cover? Uh, I mean, we covered about 10% of what's on the list yeah, of available Yeah, we do topics. that every week. Um, the Just a quick little bit of housekeeping. I know we touched on it a little bit at the beginning of the show. Um we we've ordered some stickers. Um, I only got a you know a few in kind of sampley, uh, so we might be we might find a way to give a couple of those out to uh, some of you early listeners. Um, we got uh, we're using a new logo that was designed by uh, my buddy Babin at Subcultures, uh, guy that does all my tattoo stuff. I think he actually did he did the back of your legs too, right? He did. So and then I know he does uh, our buddy Rafi and and Mike. So uh, yep. If you guys are in, in our local area, uh, definitely go see him at Subcultures. He's got a, uh, a really large group of talented artists. There's not an artist in there that I wouldn't let tattoo something on me at this point. Um, the, uh, you know, just an, just an overall really, really awesome guy. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been in, that, in that location for a bunch of years. I think he told me it was some close to 20 now when I was in there last time, getting more work done on my leg. I mean, as long, as far back as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, definitely go check him out. Uh, you know, any make sure you guys are supporting any of his artists uh, on on all the Instagram and stuff. He is at i r babin i r b a b i n. Uh, his his shop is at Subcultures Tattoo, I believe. Hang on, let me double check that. I don't want to screw it up. With an S or a Z? Uh, it is with a Z at the end, I believe. Hang on, I gotta pull it up. I'm gonna have to cut this part out where I acted like I was fucking prepared and wasn't. So I'm good at I'm good at that. Uh, is at subcultures tattoo uh, with a Z on the end of cultures. So S-U-B-C-U-L-T-U-R-E-Z tattoo. Um, like I said, make sure you guys are, are checking them out. Um, and we're like I said, we're working on the merch, um, trying to keep up with the, the website and stuff too and get it get it going in the in a good direction. And the, uh, it seems to be about it. You got anything, buddy? No. If anyone actually listened this long, here's a, a couple things that, let us know which one you want to hear, and we'll put it in a future episode. Nice. Uh, some instances with uh, criminal family members. Mm. Um, that could be that could be bad and good. A surprise Chihuahua encounter. Ooh. <laughs> um, testing the echo on the lake. Um, another dog story Uh-oh. with a, a surprise dog nose to the bee hole. Ah, yes, yes. I guess I can just cover that one right now. Happy time with the with the old lady. Mm-hmm. Didn't close the door well enough. Dog yep. got in the room. Decided yep. she was going to sniff around and put a yep. nose in the bee hole. Right in the bee hole. Um, seems like some shit your dog would do too. I've got uh, a food story in relation to a family member and surprise foods. Nice. Um, 
my serious fuck up on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually I almost wanted to cover that this week, but we might need to save that because I the more I thought about that, I was I was initially enraged at it, sort of like even at me. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> no, I I was and and I I I don't want to get too far into it because it'll right. give. A, well, then we'll have to get into the story. Um, but I do want to. The more I've thought about it, and you know, yeah, I I, I have a different opinion of the whole situation now. Right. So. I, I done I done fucked up on Facebook by yeah, not yeah. understanding a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I put this in there. I was telling Ashley the story the other day that a buddy of mine dated a family member of mine, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go into too much detail on the recording as to who was who. Yeah, that's smart. But just to give that guy a rash of shit, I told him I was going to bang his mom to get even. Yeah. <laughs> just because I knew it made him uncomfortable at the time. Good. Um, which, I mean, he's still my buddy. Yeah. Uh, and a story about guys camping weekend. All right. Well, you uh, you guys let us know which one of those you want to hear. We will, uh, we will tell it next week, we promise. Uh, until then, I think we're going to get the hell out of here. Uh, make sure you guys... Uh, Definitely check us out on, on all the social medias at Nothing in Mod Pod. Uh, we are also uploading the shows to YouTube now. So if you happen to be on there and you just, it, it's just an audio only with a static picture that plays, you know, but sometimes I feel like if you're at work or whatever and you want to throw it up on there, uh, it is it is uploading to YouTube and comes out at the same time as all of our other shows on Thursday mornings. Um, and I'm going to put the back catalog up there too uh, this week probably and get it all uploaded. Just in case so, your workplace blocks one website, yeah, not the other. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but yeah, we're gonna get out of here. We uh, we love you guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Hey kids, you've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air and this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show, or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right. Well, this is the actual end. Hand banana.